Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, everybody, welcome back into a brand new episode of Dimming the Gaslight. My name is Mac, and thanks for coming in for the newest episode. So uh, before we get into this week's episode, I want to thank Terry from last week uh, on Character Out podcast. Um, Terry was able to interview um, Doug Buggle, who has been on my podcast uh, twice, actually, in the past. And then Terry got to interview Doug, and they gave me a cool shout out on their episode. So Thank you both. I think you're both really, really cool people. I'm glad I got to connect with both of you. And uh, thanks for both being on the show. So now I am joined here for the first time in a while, I guess, right? Probably like a couple of months with my lawyer, Brittany Parisi. Brittany, say hi. Hi, everyone. Nice to be back. So, you know, what's funny. Like a couple of weeks ago, I did this episode about my frustrations with the family court system and like fucking postponements and like I compared it to like a softball game like Jesus Christ like I practice for the game I'm all ready to go and then I get there and it gets rained out well the good news is is we had court today we got finally in front of the judge about the motion that my next made regarding the podcast and uh finances and like the abuse of the kids which I just roll my eyes at because that shit never fucking happened and some good news to report. So we got to court. Um, Brittany and I got there early, and it was funny. When we got there, the next walked in again with her stupid flowy fucking dress, and she walks up to the to the counter where you, like, you check in, and she goes, you know, hi, I'm next, and I'm just checking in, whatever. And then she mutters under her breath, and she's like, can I go into the victim's room? And you hear the police officer go, sure, sure. And Brittany and I both gave each other this look like, are you fucking kidding me? You're not the fucking victim, right? And we were sitting there going like, oh my God, stop Amber hurting the fuck out of this. Yeah, I mean, before I say anything, I just want to say hi, Nex, and hi, Nex's attorney. <laughs> I, I know you all are listening. <laughs> oh, fuck. No. Look at you. Get sassy. I'm, I'm not going to say anything about your Nex on the podcast, derogatory about your Nex. If you've listened, I think you know how I feel. Yeah. I think everybody knows how you feel. But um, that was a sight to see. Yeah. <laughs> well, so she was sitting there and, you know, I've compared my next lawyer in the past to uh, that 70s show. But you were well dressed today. It was nice to see you. Anyway, 
So we get into the courtroom, uh, kind of takes a while. Um, and essentially the judge comes in and man, I gotta say, but the marital judge really does take so much time to review my evidence. And I had a prior court date. I mean, this is years ago, but she reviews my evidence and she comes into the courtroom and she goes, so, um, you know, we're on, on the record, blah, blah, blah. And Part of my evidence for this motion was when I told you guys a couple of months ago that I took my kids to a Matchbox 20 concert and I included in the motion um, the videos of, a, of us at the Matchbox 20 concert and the kids had an absolute fucking ball. And the judge saw these videos and she's like, oh my God, my heart breaks for these kids. Yeah, what, what she actually said was, um, I want to cry for these children. These, yeah. ch- these children make me want to cry. Um, not just because they're so cute, but because, you know, this shouldn't be happening. They shouldn't be going through this. Yeah, they shouldn't be going through it. And uh, she also said that we are financially draining ourselves with this stupid fucking TRO and marital case and stuff. And do you remember she made this like comparison? She goes like, what are you going to say when they want to go to Yale or Harvard or Princeton or something like how are you even going to say, oh, sorry, mommy and daddy can't afford it because we spent it all on this bullshit litigation. She didn't say bullshit, obviously, but we spent it all on this litigation. But I was thinking if my parents would have gotten divorced before I went to Princeton, maybe I wouldn't have gone there. <laughs> but like, so at the end of the fucking day, she was just like, this is ridiculous. Now, the important reason why Brittany's here to recap all this stuff is that I didn't get to hear much of it because the judge goes, so what we're going to do is we are going to bring the lawyers into her chambers and they're going to review with them so i wasn't really there for much of it to be completely honest and i don't even know if you know this but i like i got up to like pace around the courtroom and like i stayed on our side but like i didn't go anywhere near next but i just basically paced around the courtroom would have done that yeah like i can't just stay like i checked my fantasy football scores and i checked instagram and stuff but like i don't really have time for that shit so um yeah so i just kind of paced around so you guys got in there and like all right i need a good chronology of what happened okay so like let's do our best with this okay so we get in there the judge first the first thing she says is okay these children want to make me want to cry yeah um and then she basically alluded to nux's attorney like what's going on with the tro what's happening here basically what i'm seeing is this kid's not afraid of his dad and um neither kid's afraid of their dad so you know what i'm thinking nux's attorney and kind of looked at nux's attorney like thinking okay in my mind, I'm thinking the judge is thinking this should be dropped. Um, drop the TRO. Drop the CRO is what I mean. That the judge is thinking, okay, next is a three. This is this is not really a restraining order matter. So that's what I'm thinking. Um, the judge does then start to frame the conversation and listen. If we're going to settle anything here, because these kids need to be settled, they shouldn't be torn across two parents. They shouldn't be made to feel bad spending one time with one parent. The judge said, you know, my main concern is. That to keep these kids safe, to keep these kids, you know, in the right place and and just where they're happy, et cetera. And so she basically says, listen, there's no way we're going to settle the finances without settling the whole thing, is what she says, because I just don't see the way we're going to settle the finances if there's still a TRO out. She goes, so what do you think about that next attorney? Like dropping the TRO? Yeah, dropping the TRO. Now, now, now pause right here for a minute. Can I say that you, what your position? Okay. So pause for a minute right here because Max's position this entire time has been 
don't drop the CRO. Don't drop the TRO. Don't drop the TRO. Because honestly, the, the whole narrative has to be squashed. In my opinion, the whole narrative has to be squashed. And I don't want her to drop the TRO because if I drop the TRO, I can't expose the fact that she perjured herself. So next, don't drop it. Okay, but like touching the lawyer being like, yeah, just kidding. Next, drop it. <laughs> um, just kidding. Drop it because, um, listen, we don't like the risks. If, if I'm an attorney representing anybody in a domestic violence trial, I don't like the risks of, of ever taking the FRO. Do I think that there is much of a risk for, for Mac here? Do I think that anything happened? No. But still, I would advise any client, hey, don't take that risk. If someone's going to drop it, let them drop it. So I think we've gotten you around to that point now, right? I mean, I can be sold on it. I guess I can be sold on it, but it's not. I have all this evidence that I'm sitting on. Okay, but here's the thing. So what I want to know is for this for you. So if what what is the evidence? So you present your evidence, right? And you you clear your name. What does that look like? What's the outcome? That she's never going to take accountability. So once I expose, listen, you perjured yourself about this. You lied about that. You lied about that. Under oath, you've lied in police reports. You've lied on the stand. I want, I think that's the only way to segue into getting the kids the healthy mother that they need is that she's going to have some sort of, Brittany just rolled her eyes. That's like the only way to like, you know, for the judge to be like, whoa, like this is egregious and like, we need to get you examined. We need to get you help. And you're not mentally well. That's where I come from. That's why, that's what I think justice looks like for me. So I think that's a, a long battle. Like, I think that's a longer uphill battle for you, to be honest with you, in the sense that right now we're, we're trying to overcome the, is dad crazy, right? Is dad healthy? Just, just to be honest, that's what we're trying to overcome. So once we overcome that, then I think we can shift focus on to mom. Yeah, but if, what we know about narcissists is narcissists sit there and they go, well, he's crazy, he's crazy, he's crazy to hide the fact that they got a fucking personality disorder. So she's basically telling on herself. True, true. I'm not saying she's not. I'm just saying, but, but what we know how the court is going to receive one argument at the time so let's get back to today <laughs> okay so i'm sitting in the i'm sitting like uh in the room with nexus attorney how many minutes go by do you think it's like an hour before we come back easily like a long you know i remember looking at the clock being like that was 45 minutes yeah you were easy all right so what goes what's going through your head because i know what's going through my head because i'm having the conversations what's going in my head is um i'm bored uh, I kind of did the Johnny Depp thing where I refused to look at her. And I texted a whole... She was on her phone. I was on my phone. Even the, the police officer was on his phone. So it, was, it helped to kill some time. And I was texting a lot of friends and stuff and saying how uncomfortable this is. But I refused to look at her. But I know you have it. Like, you wear the sea captain on your chest. I know you're the captain of all things. So I know my, my future is in good hands. Thank you. I appreciate that. Now, back to my podcast. Um... Yo, her first time, take it away, man. I'm gonna sit back here. No, I would say that I'm I'm really happy that you feel that way because um definitely I felt like I did have it in the back. I will be honest with you, the judge was talking a lot to her attorney. Was talking a lot to her attorney in the way of like making points like, okay, so hypothetically, if this, then that. Kind of like saying, like, if your client doesn't really like want him as a part of their lives, like what's the outcome here? Right? Like, how does she see co parenting? And what do you think that's indicative of? I think that's indicative of her saying like, oh, this is how I feel about the case, right? I, I'm not really going to rule in your favor. Especially when she looked at Nexus attorney and she was like, you know what I'm thinking about this TRO, don't you? Like, wink, wink. I mean, she kind of was. I think she feels very strongly about the basis of the TRO, but she knows she can't talk on it. So she's like, I'm not going to touch that, but here's how I feel. It To me, it feels like she's already lost. Nexus already lost. And 
do you want to just go through the motions knowing that you already lost? Or, I mean, like the whole basis of this whole motion is about money. So if this is about money, you already lost. You're going to go through the motions and spend more money just to fucking end up at the same place? Well, you said the best thing you said. So she made this whole motion for nothing. Yeah. To get nothing. To get nothing. And I think that happens a lot in, in like in um, FM, in divorce court. That happens a lot, right? Where people make motions to get nothing. Um, <laughs> no, it happens a lot in divorce court where people make motions to get nothing and it's just a waste of money. And the good thing is, is we didn't go spend a ton of money on experts to respond to this. Like we just responded with the truth, you know, the truth and what the evidence. That's it. My evidence is more weighty than anything. My, my evidence holds more weight than I mean, like, and you and I had this conversation offline on the phone last night. It was like, dude, like I said to you, it was like, what does she have? She has that she filed a TRO. I'm like, yeah, you filed a TRO. That doesn't mean that I'm guilty of it. You know what I'm saying? No, anyone can file a TRO. Right. Anyone can file a TRO. Ex parte arguments, ex parte communication. You go to the court and you say, this person did something to me and the court never gets to hear from that person. So, yeah. And he created tons of evidence post-separation, but she has nothing from when we were together. No, but talk about creating evidence. It's not creating evidence, but I will say you're the best at finding evidence. Finding evidence. So since, I would say since I've been involved in the case, we've just found good new evidence, right? To, to help our case, like good new evidence. And she has no good new evidence. That's the thing. None. There's- well, let's talk about the most paramount good new evidence <laughs> is that next in her infinite wisdom sent me an Our Family Wizard message saying that she took my son, who's seven, to an endocrinologist. 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 And he made the determination that my son is malnourished and he's not growing the way he should be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, but wait a minute. I never told you this. So guess what? So I'm sitting in the back with Max's attorney and she says, no one ever said a thing about him being malnourished. No one's saying he's malnourished. I was like, excuse me, your client sends messages to my client saying that he does. He needs to eat these kind of foods and these kind of foods and those kind of, you know what I mean? Like he's just not. Yeah. And that like, oh, these are signs of him not eating enough food. Please make sure you feed him real food. Give him this Pediasure. And she's like, no. And I was like, well, ask your client because those are the messages that she sent. With like, no one's saying that. Dude, when you tell me that shit too, it makes me think Nex's lawyer is not as invested in her oh. as, well, certainly not as invested in her as you are in me, mm-hmm. but she's not as invested in her where like they're talking on a regular basis. And Nex is also not sharing with her lawyer her weak spots. And that's something we prepare for so fucking good that's a really really good point actually you you know what i have to say is you totally prepared me well for your weak spots you really did you were like okay this is the worst thing that you're gonna see you're gonna like hear audio of me yelling right you're gonna hear fighting none of it's physical and lo and behold everything that came out was exactly what max said it would be it was like uh, audio fighting and nothing physical so yeah i don't think they've prepared well for that all right so go back to being in the chambers with her so um, they wanted her to drop the TRO and they and the judge asked her, like, what does it look like without the father in the kid's lives? And did her 
did the Nexus attorney have any sort of, you know, no, 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 no. They were never saying like, oh, oh, dad shouldn't be in the kids' lives. Um, to be honest, she wasn't advancing any position. I kind of felt like she came to the court with a, like a, like a, like a, a sulky, like losing. Because she fucking hates you. No, she hates me. <laughs> she fucking hates you. Because <laughs> Brittany, Brittany sent her some fucking scathing messages. And uh, ironically, um, Nex's lawyer kind of wanted to make it a you versus her thing. I got to say this, though. I got to be like the professional that I am. Like, I was never trying to really go after her personally. You know who I, you know who you are. <laughs> no, but I was never trying to really go out after her personally. But hey, this, this case is emotional. I'm like invested in this case. So when I feel like for the kids, when I feel like someone's coming after you as a good dad, you know, look, I have a lot of shit dads. Not going to lie. I do. But I've got a lot of shit moms, too. But I've got a great dad here who loves his kids who, listen, I know everything that's going on in your life and your kid's life. So, like, you can't tell me that I don't. So if I know you're a good dad, like, I'm not going to take someone saying otherwise. That pisses me off. You know, when the judge alluded to the fact that Nexus attorney, like, has to represent her and can't let somebody tell her. You know, say that her client's doing poorly. Well, neither can I. I'm not going to let someone talk about my client, talk shit about my client either. So I'm going to stand up to the end of nine. It's not personal. It's not personal. It is certainly personal between me and Nex, but it's not personal between Brittany and Nex's attorney. At the end of the day, Nex's attorney, do you not know that there's a podcast here? Do you not know that she's perjuring herself? Because if you don't, if you don't, I want to let you know, and I want to let the listeners know, I'm going to give you a wake-up call in the next couple of weeks. And uh, you're going to enjoy it. Right, Brittany? Yeah. <laughs> Guys, stay tuned because I have an episode in the bank with someone who knows my next personally. And maybe I'll put it out next week. Um, I'm waiting for their approval. But next attorney, I want you to know you're dealing with somebody who is not mentally well. And I'm just going to put it at that. She's not mentally well. And listen, I know I come off a little bit arrogant. Guess what? I'll tell you right now, you're dealing with somebody who's not mentally well. And what would you do to save your kids? That's what I'm going to leave it at. Anyway, back to Brittany's show. No, so um, back to my show is right. No, listen, I think everyone's been affected by this case. She wanted to make it about us. I just sat there and was like, um, are we talking about us? Or are we going to talk about the clients? Are we talking about the kids? Or are we going to talk about us? Um, eventually, we moved on to the kids. But I got to give it to this judge. This judge is, uh, I won't say her name, but I love her. Yeah, I love her. She's amazing. I love her. And thank you for reviewing all the evidence. Yeah, she she really is another phenomenal. I mean, listen, she's the presiding judge so um, of our county. Mm -hmm. So she's going to be amazing. And she definitely reviewed all the evidence. She's reviewed uh, all the evidence attached to the motion. She watched videos that we submitted. She saw, got to see the kids on videos. I mean, we were in the back talking about how cute the party's kids were. Seriously, everyone was like, oh my gosh, aren't those kids so cute? And we were just all like squealing over them. So yeah, the judge really, really is is very um, invested in this case. It was killing her at the end of the day to let our kids go. It really was because she wanted to settle it. She wants your case to be done. Yeah. What other major... Okay, so let's talk about finances a little bit. Where did it go with that? Finances, they want you to stick to your memorandum of understanding, which was signed way, way... That was you when civil restraints was signed, right? No, that was last August of 2022. Okay. So that was a while ago. They wanted the, the MOU, Memorandum of Understanding, MOU, to, to say... And basically what they want is for you to do guideline child support. Okay, fine. 
right? I can't fight that. You can't fight that. I'm not in arrears on mine in the first place. So okay. Yeah, I know. Um, okay, so that, but then um, you wouldn't take any of the marital residence. Which kills it kills you, but the, but I hear the house is underwater. That there's a lot of repairs that need to be done. I know it kills you, but you're going to take a part of a debt, a piece of a debt. No, but like I just have this feeling that she's going to try and fit that house. I don't think if you think that kind of good on her, I'm not going to lie. Like good on her if she can flip that piece of garbage, right? <laughs> well, what about my car? What about my car? Like, yeah, you have a car. No, I have a car now, but I own her a 2015 Toyota Highlander. Yeah, yeah. Uses for the kids, though. So. Right. Yeah, I don't know if you're getting. Did I get fifty percent of the value on that? Did you purchase it outright? Yeah. How much is it worth? Now I don't know. We'd have to Kelly Blue Book it. All right, we can Kelly Blue Book it. Yes. Okay. Can you get credits for that? Sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Was that your only car? Your only marital car? Yes. All right. Then that. Then you can get definitely. You can get credits for that. Absolutely. It's not gonna be huge. No, oh, I know. It's not gonna be huge. And the house. Not something though, because I just I'm worried about my future. I'm living paycheck to paycheck right now, trying to figure out how to make this work. They want me to still pay. So well, with the MOU, they want me to continue to pay full daycare, which I haven't been paying for probably close to a year. Which is how much? I think everyone needs nine hundred eighty-six dollars a month. A month. That's daycare. I don't have children. Everybody <laughs> nine hundred eighty-six dollars a month for daycare, plus my child support, plus any other extracurricular activities that she signs them up for without my consent. Oh, so today I don't even I can't believe I didn't get to tell you that. It's- so fun that we're doing. Yeah, I'm like, oh, by the way, there's like a Hogwarts reaction type shit. So what happened today was the judge was like, by the way, they have to both agree on extracurriculars. I can't believe they didn't tell you that. Yes. They both have to agree on extracurriculars. And then next, his attorney was like, well, yeah, she wants to make sure that he's taking them to extracurriculars. I was like, wait, wait, wait. I was like, he's taking them except for, you know, when maybe her parents are going to show up because they show up and they say, oh, we're coming to your game. I go, he's not going to bring them there, judge. If she's got someone watching and the judge nodded her head and understood that. So she didn't say, oh, you have to or anything like that. Sweet. Yeah. So but I want to. I My son, oh, I know he's football. He's good at it. He's one of the best on the team. So I want them to play. It's just I need to be consulted about this. And if we can't afford it, listen, you know, she's complaining about bleeding money and she can't afford milk. For Christ's sakes, how the fuck are you affording all these fucking extracurricular activities? Let me just like do a little sidebar here. So the fact that she's claiming she can't afford milk, I'm so sorry, but like, what mom do you know is like, um, can I get some money for milk? Your kids are not toddlers. Your kids are not babies. You don't need money for milk. You need money for gummy worms. <laughs> she's no, she's money for fucking healthy, nutritional, goddamn food. <laughs> sorry, these kids are fucking malnourished. <laughs> Okay, but going back to extracurriculars, one thing that was really telling at the end of our meeting with the judge, to be serious for a second, um, the judge was like, I really want to see these kids and their parents together at an extracurricular activity. Yeah. So that's what is that? That's how we got in this fucking position. That's what I said. I was cracking up. Guys, today, all day, my eyes have been tearing. I've been laughing. I don't know why. This is like a, this, you know what? It just says how much fun I have with Mac. But to be honest with you, the judge said that, and I started cracking up. I was like, judge, that's how we ended up with this TRO. They were both at the same place at the same time. The judge giggled a bit. I don't think she heard what I said. But um, what does that say to you, Mac, when I say that, that the judge said that? What, what does that say to you? About that she wants us both at extracurriculars? Yeah. I was like, no shit. That's like, that's like how a healthy relationship is supposed to work or like a healthy co-parenting relationship. But like at the end of the day, it's like, she can't be trusted because she loves to do shit in Pleasantville to, like, have an audience and cause a scene. And, like, that's her M.O. Yeah. Well, 
to close the scene, and I don't know that we're ever going to get the judge behind that one, but I do think we can get the judge behind the fact that all she wants to do is keep the kids away from you. Because I do think that the judge is kind of seeing that now. The judge is seeing that, like, hey, kids aren't afraid of dad, so what reason do we have? And we also had the most recent DCPMP unfounded. That was really fun in the back, actually. That was really, really fun. So in the back, basically, um, Nex's attorney was like, uh, what do you mean that there's been a new DCPMP finding that's unfounded? And I said, oh, yeah, you didn't hear. I said, um, basically, he's unfounded again. I don't know how else to say it, but he's unfounded again. Yeah, that was in July of 2023, and now we're in October. So, like, you know, like, what do we need one once a year? Like, how many do we need? She didn't know that. So he had no idea. So, so I was like, okay, well, this is definitely a thing. And the judge, the judge knew it. Just, oh yeah, no, it was unfounded. So the judge pulled out the DCPMP report, and the judge read, paraphrased, actually, shall I say, from the DCPMP report. And I'm sure it was positive. Positive for you, absolutely. Yeah, right. Also, no, absolutely, it's positive for you. Um, listen, based on what the judge read, I don't see how a DB trial goes forward. I don't. But you and I have been discussing this all afternoon. We think she's going to live and die by the story. I think she's going to live and die. But you think she's going to live and die by the story. I think you're going to drop it next, and I don't want you to. Brittany thinks you're going to. I don't want you to. I think that I think. Listen, I think she's going to live and die by the story. Um. I just do. I don't know. I, I, I've seen too much. I, I, I don't see how she could turn around now and, and back away from it. But hey, maybe she will. Maybe she, and she'll do what's right. But but, she, but if she does, you know, there's a huge narcissistic ego collapse coming and it'll come with the retaliation as it always does. Is that right? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I'll be here for it. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you're not. <laughs> well, anyway, so. Um, all right. So when it comes to. The treatment of my children, you know, she saw concert videos and stuff like that, and she knows that they're in good shape. And, um, you know, TCPMP found me unfounded. Um, when it comes to extracurricular activities, you heard Brittany say that we have to agree on it. So next needs to ask me before signing them up and paying for all this shit. And guess what? If I can't pay it, I can't pay it. I mean, that's that's another factor. Um, so now here's the other thing. And it's kind of funny because no news is good news. There was a lot in her motion about this podcast, um, about how I was slandering her and people in the community were coming to her saying that I'm slandering her in a podcast. And as you guys all know, I've changed every word of it. What can we talk about when it comes to the podcast? On here? Yeah. Like, what is there to say? There, nothing really came up about the podcast. No, nothing came up. It was funny because Mac was like, when I kept seeing him in between uh, talking to the judge, he's like, and the podcast. I was like, oh, nothing. And the podcast. Uh, and the podcast. No. So I think we're in the clear. So the podcast lives. Lives on. Podcast lives on, guys. So another day. That's the good news. Um, I won't be silenced. And because of that, I think it's about time to show my face. What do you think? Yeah? Yeah. So I think um I gotta so I have kind of a dramatic idea of how to do it, but uh I'm gonna show my face probably in the next week or two. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I want to be on. Well, not the initial one. No. Show my face. But Brittany and I are going to start doing like Instagram lives and stuff. And maybe you guys can like, you know, shoot, shoot us some questions and, you know, we'll answer them on Instagram live and shit like that. But Dynamic duo. Fuck, man. Yeah, it's time to show my face. So um, I'm nervous about it, but fuck it, man. You guys deserve, for those of you who have stuck with me for this long, you guys deserve to see who's behind this. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to do that. So the podcast lives on. 
And it was funny. I couldn't sleep last night, man. I was up till like fucking five o'clock in the morning. And it, like, I know I can't do the bills. I know my kids aren't fucking, you know, in bad shape, but I'm like, I don't want to lose the podcast. And I texted you this morning and I'm like, you, you know what the weird thing is, is like, I found my identity through this podcast. And I don't want to have to refind it. That was really cute. That was really sweet when you said that. I was like, I will fight for this. <laughs> I will fight for it. And it's funny because like a long time ago, you told me there's legal justice and there's social justice. And I don't want to fucking lose both. I don't want to lose both. So um, I don't know how now the legal justice is going to materialize. So here's the thing, right? We found out the next court date for the DV trial is October 24th. So today is October 13th. The next one is October 24th. Um, it's my personal opinion the TRO will be dropped by then. But wait, hold on. Did you not understand that we're going back? So I'm <laughs> getting to that. Sorry. We're going back. In my idea, what I think is going to happen is the DV trial will be dropped, in my opinion, and we're going to meet back with that same judge that we saw today that we love, and we're going to start establishing the finances of, I guess I'm not getting the fucking house, but uh, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I mean, like, look at my CIS. Oh, good question, too. So in her motion, she talked a lot about finances and didn't include a CIS. Was that brought up today? Yeah, that actually was brought up in the back today. I never, we never got to discuss this, but that was brought up in the back um, where basically they're like, oh, well, we, what they brought up was that we don't know that he's not getting additional income from the podcast. And I chortled a bit. Ha ha ha. Funny. Additional income from the podcast. And um, I said, well, we know, we know that she's babysitting children at the lake. In the summer, she's babysitting children for extra money. Not one disagreement. Not one guffaw. Nothing. Nothing. We know. Trust me, we know. The truth will set you free. And we know. We know. And I know you're listening. We know. We know everyone. <laughs> so, um, so where it stands now, I guess we're going back on the 24th. And like, if you were a betting woman... What do you see happening on the 24th? Well, they teach lawyers not to be betting people. Sorry. No. Bet you I could get you a betting person by the other day. <laughs> no, listen, um, not if I was a betting woman, but just in general. Do I Do I think that, uh, honestly, you're going to be surprised when I say this. I do think it's going to get dropped. Even I don't, but I do think it's going to get dropped. I No, no, no. Listen, like I think she's going to live and die by the story, but I do think that her lawyer is going to get her down at the end of the day. Drop it. I think she's going to go down fighting. But I do think she's going to drop it ultimately. Only because of this judge, because we love her, because this judge. Yeah, because the judge already told her, like, you're going through the movie. I think she respects the judge more, like, you know what I mean? As a woman, I think she respects me. Oh, well, psych. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but at the end of the day, so I guess we'll see what happens. We didn't get any postponements. Um, but again, like, you know, we've talked about this since we've met and, like, we don't lose. No, we don't. No, we don't. We don't lose. We won't. We walk out. Listen, next. The podcast lives. You don't silence me. Um, I'll tell you right now, the kids are in great hands. You know, at the expense of showing the judges slideshows of my phone, um, I'll do it if they want me to, but those kids are fine. They love me. They're in good hands. DCPMP has found me unfounded. You want to keep this narrative up, you're going to end up hurting yourself. And that's not a threat. That's not a threat. I'll edit that out. <laughs> no, the kids are in good hands. And um, when it comes to money, I mean, it's dicey. It's dicey when it comes to money. Yeah, listen, money's not going to get you your kids at the end of the day, right? The truth will get you your kids. Your kids will love you because they know that tried and true, you were always there for them. Yep. So I'm going to seek 
legal justice and social justice. But, you know, you said from the very long time ago, I mean, I, you know, I've, I've talked a lot on this podcast about like how I want these big grandiose type fucking resolutions that aren't necessarily going to happen. But I think at the end of the day, justice will be served legally and socially. Agree. Good. You agree. Cool. All right. Well, that's pretty much the end of the episode. Anything else you want to add? Um, no. Awesome. Go mad. <laughs> <laughs> this was cool. It's kind of like your first, first time you took over the podcast. Yeah, it was fun. I we like do it. Brittany takes over. Yeah, Brittany takes over. <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, stay tuned for next week because I hope I get to put it out. But I have an episode with someone who knows my next personally. So uh, tune in next week, everybody. And until next time.